Hello, everyone. I'm Gwinnett County District 2 Commissioner Ben Koo, and you're listening to Conversations with Koo. Welcome to episode 14. Today, we have a special guest for a new segment to give us updates on transit in Gwinnett. Please welcome to the show the Director of Transit Capital Projects for our Department of Transportation, China Thomas. China, welcome to Conversations with Koo. Thank you for having me. As many of you know, transit has always been a focus for me, given the legacy that my grandfather started when he moved to Atlanta to design the MARTA heavy rail system. Recently, the board made some huge decisions regarding Gwinnett County Transit. Last year, we unanimously passed the new transit plan that was developed with community feedback and engagement after the last referendum barely failed after the start of the COVID pandemic, when no one was out driving around and for once traffic wasn't an issue in Atlanta Metro. Clearly, this is something that I'm passionate about. (laughs) This is why I'm so excited to have you as a guest. Let's start by explaining to our listeners the process that went into developing this transit plan. The transit plan was spearheaded by our department, the Department of Transportation, and developed over a 18-month period. It began in the summer of 2022 into the fall of 2023. This plan serves as our roadmap for the next 30 years to expand transit in Gwinnett County and provide access to our residents. Within this planning effort, it was led by our community and supported by data. Some of the factors that were taken into account included our population, employment, income, age, car ownership, travel patterns, and our existing transportation network. So China, what makes this transit plan different from the previous plan? The new transit plan, it is newly developed. There were no elements from the old planning efforts that were brought into this new plan. Um, Within this plan, there is 100% coverage in Gwinnett County, allowing every single resident to have access to transit. And that is inclusive of all 437 square miles of Gwinnett County. It has robust services ranging from shared ride services through airport shuttles. But more importantly, this plan allows for connections to our schools, our jobs, our hospitals, and our businesses. Yeah, having 100% coverage of the county is huge. Uh, When we were going through previous iterations, I was really wanting to be able to tell people they could get anywhere in Gwinnett without a car, and that just wasn't possible in the previous plans. But thankfully, with this plan, I can genuinely go out and say you can get anywhere in Gwinnett without a car because we have 100% coverage. So what recommendations does the transit plan include? So this transit plan includes five different modes. Um, So I'll start with our shared ride system. Our shared ride system is equivalent to, um, some may know it as microtransit, on-demand, very similar to your Uber or Lyft style of service. It is flexible and operated by an app. Within this plan, it is intended for the service to operate up to 18 hours a day, seven days a week with 20-minute wait times. So China, this shared ride system sounds like a great alternative for parents and seniors. I've got a neighbor down the street who prefers not to drive. And so a shared ride would give her the option to have more independence and go places without having to drive. Uh, Yeah, I could not agree with you more. I think about myself uh, being a parent. I have a daughter. She's 14. And last year, she made it to the volleyball team. I was really excited that she had made it. But obviously, we needed to have that conversation about what days and times practice was. And so turns out the practice ended up being daily until 430. But when you think about the shared ride type of system, 
what it would have allowed is a sense of independence and opportunity for her or I to book the ride and get her home safely. You know, I can even take you, for instance, you know, let's just hypothetically say that your mom called you and she she says, son, I have a appointment tomorrow and it's at two o'clock. Well, then you go and check your calendar and you have a board meeting. Um, so when we think about the shared rice style of a system, you know, it would allow for your mom to get to a doctor's appointment, you know, and or senior club or the grocery store for that matter. Just thinking about all the independence and options that we're giving people. There was a time where I didn't have a car and I was in Gwinnett and trying to navigate to get places, you know, again, like you said, even the grocery store was a huge challenge. And if we had had the shared ride service, then it wouldn't have been an issue. Shared ride can also be beneficial for just those one-offs. You know, when you have a vehicle, you know, that breaks down and you still need to get to work if it's within that zone area. Again, it just allows for a alternative to use and to do so safely. And even if where you're going isn't in the zone, that brings us to our next format, the county ride. It has your regular bus stops and your regular 40-foot buses. It, too, is intended in this plan to operate up to 18 hours a day with headways between 15 to 30 minutes. So someone may ask, well, what is a headway? A headway just simply means it is the time of a bus's arrival to each stop. Next, we have the quick ride. Some may know it as bus rapid transit light. It is a high frequency system. It helps move people a little quicker and has limited stops. Technology that is typically associated with the quick ride system are called queue jumps. Next, we have the rapid ride, also known as bus rapid transit. It too is a high capacity system with limited stops. This system has a dedicated right-of-way and also stations that go along with it. Within this plan, a few areas that are covered for our rapid ride include Gas South District, Northside Hospital, Gwinnett Technical College, Georgia Gwinnett College, OFS, and Sugarloaf Mills. Cities that are included in the rapid ride is Lawrenceville, Norcross, and Peachtree Corners. So our final ride is the airport ride. When I talked to the Transit Review Committee, the key takeaway was that airport connectivity was critical. With the new service, we will have multiple single-seat rides throughout Gwinnett, right? That's correct. When the service begin operations, we'll have two routes that'll operate from Snellville and the 985 parking ride. It'll also stop at additional transit transfer facilities in Gwinnett County. That's great. So I can use it to get to the airport. Can I get back to Gwinnett? Absolutely. So we've got five different ride types, but connecting everything together is our transit transfer facilities. Is that correct? That is correct. So can you tell me a little bit more about what is a transit transfer facility? So a transit transfer facility can come in a few different sizes between small, medium, and large. They serve a few different purposes. Number one, they serve as connection points to the various modes that I just mentioned, as well as can serve as a park and ride where a customer can park their vehicles and use the modes of transit 
that I just mentioned. A few amenities that you typically will see at a transit transfer facility ranges from bus shelters, real-time information, security cameras, lighting, benches, dedicated loops, as well as restroom facilities. As we thought about our transit transfer facilities, it was important for us that as we develop them, that they represent the communities in which they reside in. We are currently working on a large transit transfer facility at the Gwinnett Place Mall. This is a location where several of our routes connect. China, what are some of the benefits of this new transit plan? This plan has 100% coverage for all Gwinnettians in Gwinnett County. You know, as we think about this plan, it creates mobility opportunities and independence. Another benefit is that it provides an alternative to vehicles. As we think about the high capacity system, this system can hold up to 50 people. So that takes a lot of cars off the road if they're 50 people who are not on the roads and are in a single vehicle. Yes, it does. They can get those cars out of your way. So even if you are driving, you've got a better ride. This transit plan enhances mobility for all Gwinnetians, and it provides the right services in the right places. So with all this coverage and all this capability, what funding is needed to implement a transit plan of this magnitude? Currently, Rye Gwinnett is funded in a few different ways, through Gwinnett County's property owners' taxes, flowing through our general fund, our formula funding, discretionary grants, and Rye Gwinnett's customer fares. So this plan, what it proposes is for us to move away from our property taxes and to start moving toward a 1% sales tax. It is the most commonly used funding source in transportation. And so what, what does that mean? That means that consumers that are purchasing goods within our county is helping shift the burden from Gwinnett's property owners to all residents, our businesses, and visitors. So the other big move was our recent unanimous vote to submit projects and declare our intent to vote to call for a referendum. What exactly does this mean and why was this necessary? The action taken by the board to approve a notice of intent to call for a referendum is outlined in Georgia's law. And so in essence, what that means is that is our board sharing with our residents, our businesses, and our stakeholders that they are intending to call for a referendum. Now, the question that some may ask is, well, is this official? No, this is not the official call for a referendum, but what this does allow is it allows for Gwinnett County to submit our referendum project list to the Atlanta Region Transit Link Authority for their approval. That would then be followed by the next step. If so selected, our board would then move to a official call for a referendum. It just simply means that this gives you all the time to confer with one another on the decision that you ultimately want to make. Very well said. So this has been a lot of information. Where can residents learn more about the plan if they want to take an even deeper dive? Residents can look at our executive summary at gwinnettcounty.com slash TDP. Again, that is gwinnettcounty.com slash TDP. And you don't have to take my word for it. <laughs> the transit plan earned the 2023 Georgia Transit Association Innovation Award 
for Exceptional Community Service and Technology Innovation. So China, why do you think we received this award? I think that we received this award because throughout this process, we knew that our main focus was our community. And as we worked through this process, it was more about what our residents wanted to see in this planning effort. And so we were able to deliver exactly what they asked for. And you knocked it out of the park. China, thank you so much for joining us and giving our listeners a deep dive into the transit plan and a breakdown on the intent to call for a referendum. Commissioner Koo, thank you so much for having me on your podcast. Um, I truly appreciate it. You know, any opportunity that we have to share about our new developed plan is always an opportunity to keep our residents educated. So thank you for the opportunity. Thank you so much for being on the show. We'll have more of these educational updates as this is an election year and there are multiple referendums coming up. So if you have any questions about the transit plan or any other topic, please email me at ben.ku at gwinnettcounty.com. That's ben.ku at gwinnettcounty.com for all your district needs. Thanks again for listening. And as always, stay vibrantly connected and we'll talk to you soon.